0: This is Fitness Overcomer, your source for information, knowledge, encouragement, and motivation on your fitness journey. Here's your host, Lenora Terrell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Fitness Overcomer's podcast. I'm your host, Lenora Terrell. I'm so excited to be here today. I just want to thank everyone for the positive feedback that I received from the first episode. There were lots of downloads and it was very encouraging to me. So thank you. I also want to announce that Fitness Overcomers podcast is now an Apple podcast. So whenever you have a moment, if you can head over there and subscribe, that will be awesome. Thank you. Today we're going to be talking about getting started, exciting. So we've decided that we want to live a healthy lifestyle. What's next? First and foremost, we have to know our why. As I mentioned in the first episode, I'm asthmatic and I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to improve my fitness level, improve my cardiovascular system, my lung capacity, Today, I'm able to do a cardio HIIT workout for 45 minutes and not even wheeze. For you, it might be that the doctor mentioned or told you that you're diabetic and you now have to change the way that you eat. So now you're looking at changing your nutritional strategy. For another, it might just be that you were pregnant and you just want to return to your pre-pregnancy weight. So for each and every one of us, our why will be different. But it's important that we know what that why is. Why? Because this is a journey and there are going to be days where you feel like throwing in the towel. There are going to be days where you don't want to eat healthy where you don't want to exercise. And honestly, that's normal. I have those days too. But you don't want the days that you feel that way and you actually give in to those feelings to outnumber the days where you actually stay on course, eat the way you're supposed to eat, make all the positive changes towards your goal. You want those days to outnumber the days that you give in to those feelings where you don't want to eat healthy, you don't want to exercise because that why is what will keep you moving forward. As you focus on your why, it will keep you going forward. So now that we know our why, the next step is setting our goals. So many of us set goals from time to time and we actually have no plan to go with it. I was always guilty of that. I would take pen and paper, write all my goals down and had no plan to go with it. And a goal without a plan is just a wish. So what do you think happened to most of those goals? Nothing. Because a goal without a plan is just a wish. And so whenever we're setting goals, we have to set what's called a SMART goal. The word SMART is actually an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-bound. So again, S stands for Specific. So whenever we make a goal, we want to make sure that that goal is not vague. So, for example, me just saying, I want to live a healthy lifestyle. That's vague. To make it more specific, what does a healthy lifestyle mean to you? Does it mean losing 10 pounds? Does it mean reducing sugar? What does a healthy lifestyle mean to you? So, it's important to make it more specific. Another example is just saying, I want to drink more water. That's vague. want to make it a little bit more specific. How much water do you want to drink? For me, I drink a gallon of water a day. Well, on most days, I try to drink a gallon of water. So I've made my goal more specific. I want to drink a gallon of water a day. So whenever we set a goal, we want to make sure that that goal is specific and not vague. So now we're on to M, M stands for measurable. So we've made our specific goal. Now we have to have a way to measure that goal. The only way that we know if we're making progress is if we're able to measure it. So going back to the previous example with the water, like for me, one of my smart goals is to drink a gallon of water a day. So how do I know I'm achieving this goal? I went ahead and I bought a gallon bottle. So in the morning, I fill it up. And at the end of the day, once it's all gone, then I know I've accomplished my goal. So you have to have a way to measure if you're making progress. Another example could be that you decide you want to do an hour and a half of cardio a week. So if you split that up into two 45-minute cardio sessions, whether you go to a boot camp for two cardio sessions a week, or you go to the gym for two 45-minute sessions on the bike, on the treadmill. That's your way of measuring if you've gotten in your hour and a half of cardio a week. So you have to have a way to measure your specific goal to know if you're even making progress. All right, so we're on to A meaning attainable goals. So the specific goals that we set, they have to be challenging, but realistic. Because honestly, sometimes we really set ourselves up for failure from the beginning because we set unrealistic goals. An unrealistic goal, for example, could be that we want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. That's being unrealistic. Actually, the healthy way to lose weight is one to two pounds a week. So if we want to lose about 10 pounds, realistically, we want to give ourselves at least five weeks. Five weeks will be challenging, but yet still realistic. So it's very important that we do not set ourselves up for failure from the beginning. We want to set a goal that is challenging but yet still realistic. So we've spoken about specific goals, making them measurable, attainable, and now R starts for relevant. So whenever we make a goal, we want to make sure it's relevant to what you're going through at that point in your life. For example, some of us may make goals that are relevant to a medical issue that we're facing. Like for me, being asthmatic, my goals will gear towards losing weight and improving my breathing. Your goal might be you're diabetic, you have to change your nutritional strategy, so make goals that are relevant to your what's going on in your life at that time. Do not make a goal based on somebody else's influence, based on what someone else wants you to do. If your goal is to just lose 10 pounds or to lose body fat and you join a fitness group or you join the gym or you're making different changes in your nutrition, Based on that goal, do not get swayed by someone else trying to influence you. Oh, let's go train for a marathon. And it's not something that you're really passionate about. It's not something that you really want to do. But you're going to do it because it's your friend, your good friend who asked you. Try, try really hard not to do that. Because it's just going to impact What you are trying to achieve for yourself is going to affect it one way or another. You want to put all your energy and effort and focus into your relevant goal. So make sure that your goals are relevant. Make sure that you're true to yourself and this is what you want to accomplish. Because it happens. It happened to me. It happened to many people that I know. So just be strong, focus, and make sure that the goal that you set is actually relevant. And lastly, we're going to speak about time bound. I tend to be a little bit of a procrastinator. And so, definitely, this ministers to me. Important when you are setting a goal that you do have a start and an end time. It helps you to stay focused and to track your progress towards that time period. So start a start time and an end time. For example, let's say you want to drop 20 pounds. And I keep using this example because, you know, you want to lose weight, want to lose body fat. And you know that one to two pounds is actually a healthy way of losing weight. Then you calculate if you want to lose 20 pounds, then, okay, I'm going to start today. Do not put off your start date. The time to start will never be perfect. It will never be perfect. Just start. Start today. And then decide realistically how long it will take you, like in terms of losing the 20 pounds, maybe, let's say, one to two pounds a week. So we're looking at four to eight pounds a month. So then realistically, it can take you about four months, four or five months to lose the 20 pounds that you're trying to lose. And then check five months from now, set the date. Take your calendar out, check off your days as you go by, measure your progress and see how much progress you're making towards that goal. So having a start and an end time helps you to stay focused towards that goal. Also, we want to take into account any kind of setbacks that you can see in the foreseeable future. Like you have a vacation plan, two weeks from now and you know you're going to be it may be a setback what can you do when you go on vacation is it there going to be a gym there at the facility are you going to get up earlier my the what what I normally would do is that first of all I carried my scale so I still weighed my food when we ate at the the resort or wherever we stayed and then if we it, it out, then I would put it into my Fitness Pal, an app called My Fitness Pal, and that gives you a kind of average. Most it tracks a lot of different um, restaurants, and it can it gives you an average as to how many calories are in their menu. So I also track that, and, or you may have you know, decide I'm going to fast all day and keep all of my calories for when we go out to dinner if you're on vacation. I would also get up earlier than everybody else and go to the gym, worked out, and then by the time I get back to the room, everybody's now getting up and I haven't lost any time with my family. So it's important that you kind of take into account anything that... Could, that you can see in the near future that could be a setback and and try and prepare for that. Another thing is whether or not you want to work out in the evening, but you barely have any energy after you finish work. A lot of times that was me. You know, most of the times that I worked out, I worked out in the morning. I got up early. I got up 3.55 a.m. And I got my workout in and then I started my day because a lot of times in the evening, I don't have as much energy or could a setback be sometimes you have to stay back late at work. What do you do if you know that's you, that your job, you may have to stay back late and you're not able to get if you've signed up for membership to the gym or to class or a workout class, then try and incorporate it in the morning. Trust me, at first It was a little difficult getting up, but your body gets used to it and it becomes a habit and sometimes you don't even need the alarm clock anymore. You just get up and go and actually get up just before the alarm clock goes off and you take off the alarm clock before it goes off. That has been my experience many times. Unfortunately, sometimes on Sunday, my body tends to do the same thing and I'm like, no, go back to sleep. This is not a day. This is a rest day. We need to sleep today. (laughs) So yes, think about any setbacks that can actually could affect you achieving your goal. Then try to prepare for that setback. So I just want to encourage you, if you haven't done it already, to take out that pen and paper now or your phone under notes, or even write yourself an email, but start writing down your why. Why do you want to achieve this specific goal? And then to put a plan into action, to set smart goals, to be specific, to be able to measure it, to make sure it's attainable. And it's relevant to what you're going through at this point in your life right now. And also put a start and an end time to achieve this goal. I hope that this message really enlightened you today and it helped in some way. And let me know by your feedback. I just want to thank you again for the encouragement and the awesome feedback. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to me today. You can follow me on Facebook at Lenora Terrell. And you can also follow me on my blog, fitnessovercomer.com. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye for now.